I said, can we do 5.30 or is that too late? I don't want to interrupt for my laundry. And you said, that's fine. Yeah. And then at 5.30, I was like, I'm grabbing laundry. I'll be ready in a second. You said, okay. Yeah. And then I said, okay, I'm getting ready. And you said, okay. Yeah. Those are appropriate responses. Yeah. But the tone is important. It's a text message. Yeah, I know. But I could feel it. So first you were like, that's fine. No, that's not how I said it when I told it to my phone. I said, oh, that's fine. That's mm. good. You know, it's like that. No worries, mm. man. I, no, I, I heard that's fine. Oh, well, that's on you. <laughs> that's your own <laughs> psyche coming through and feeding into my texts to you. I think it's fair that uh, that's fine is generally perceived as negative. No. Since when is fine good, though? That The term that's fine is fine. So it is negative. No, <laughs> it's fine, man. <laughs> it's okay. Are you okay? Is everything okay? No, it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Oh, well, when you say it like that, yeah. Well, there's no other way to say that's fine. That's fine has never been said in a neutral tone of voice. It's always like, that's fine. It's fine. Ask me how, ask me how, how I'm doing, I guess. How, how, how are you? I'm fine. <laughs> oh, man. What? I must be really dealing with some shit. What? What? <laughs> so your boy got invited uh, to a sick house party last night. Okay, yeah. Go on. These are the words that were texted to me to entice me to come to this house party. Ooh, okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Hey man, I'm having a pop-up stand-up comedy house party tonight at my new place. You should come through. Here's the address. That was a lot of words. I know what those words mean separately. Right. Pop-up stand-up house party. So what do they mean together? Right. So what I thought this was, at some point in the night, Everyone was going to pop up and stand up real quick. It's a pop-up stand-up. Stand up for your rights. Pop up, stand up, stand up for your rights. That wasn't what it was, sadly. It was a backyard gathering with a bunch of folding mm -hmm. chairs mm -hmm. and a mic into a guitar amplifier in someone's mm -hmm. garage. And uh, some people came out and they told jokes. So it was stand-up comedy, but it was like a pop-up location, right? But... I would think that pop-up would be more like a business thing. That's how I've only ever heard it as a business. I agree. That's how I have always heard it is like a pop-up shop for a new sneaker that's coming out or a new clothing line. We'll do a pop-up shop in downtown. That was just a stand-up. I mean, they could have just, they should have just said stand-up at my house. But I guess it's, I don't know, I guess pop-up just means something's temporary. I guess like a, a temporary stage, a temporary event. So they said it's a pop-up stand-up. Stand up for your right. Well, that's already confusing. I've, I don't know. Am, I, I, am know. I popping after standing? When do I pop it and when do I lock it? When do I pop it? When do when, I twist it? When do I pop? Because I know from that point forward, I will be unable to stop. <laughs> you should come over to my pop up, stand up, lean back, lie down, chill party. Okay, see, now I'm now I'm on board. I, I still don't really know what I'm getting into, but it sounds pretty pop chill. Pop up, stand up, lean back, far out. Get out of my house. <laughs> Chill swinger party. Uh, but it was a good time, actually. You know, uh -huh. uh, some actually pretty funny people did some stand up. Was it popping off? One of the comedians actually put it a fairly interesting way. He made a funny. He made a comparison between these kind of low key stand up nights and mm -hmm. going to the gym. Uh -huh. You're working on this muscle. You're not really doing it for oh, the, the people in the audience. So you're just 
it's not prime time yet. You're just you just need to put the time in. You need to work on your phrasing, on your body language. It's very complex to get stand up to be just right and be and have a delivery be funny every time. You know, it's yeah. You're you're, you're honing your your craft, right? That's really what it was about. It was like five people that came up, five or six actually, mm-hmm. all all decently funny, and we were all pretty liquored up. So it was it was a good time. It was all in all mm-hmm. a good time. And then uh, and then the cops came. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It was just too funny. It was too funny. The neighbors were like, please, I, I need to sleep, but I'm laughing too much. I can't stop laughing. You need to stop. Pa- I'm too popped off. Why did they... I'm popping up. Did the neighbors actually call the cops? Why did the cops... The neighbors actually called the cops and... Uh, Why? Let's be real. It was it's this place in Van Nuys, and it was about as good as it could have gone for the cops to show up. They showed up. They walked through the back gate, which was open. But why you you guys were you really getting that turnt at a pop up stand up? I mean they had like mute they had like music pop lock it drop it oh there was music <laughs> as well it wasn't just stand up once the stand up was done I mean that only took like thirty minutes once or they sat down yeah once we all sat down you popped down <laughs> we saw we all stand down yeah so we're playing music and the cops came and like hey guys is the owner here mm-hmm. and they're like oh yeah he's inside let, let me go get him so someone went to get him and he came out it's a, I mean it was Saturday night and uh, he was like uh, good evening officers what's going on. I mean, he was fucking wasted and pretty high, but he, he pulled it together pretty quick. Officers were just like, yeah, so looks like you guys are having a good time. Some neighbors have called and made a complaint about the noise. Just want to come through, let you guys know. Just turn down the music significantly. And if you guys want to, you know, partly go inside and just turn down the talking, we'll be good. That was that. And then they just left. That goes against all experience and popular culture for how exactly. that should have gone. Well, some of the people I was with had a standard reaction to seeing the cops at a house party. They immediately like started hiding their beers and stuff. Hit the floor. Which is really funny because all of these people are 25 and over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still just like a gut reaction. Like, oh, yeah. shit, the cops at a house party. Like, I'm not drinking, officer. <laughs> I don't have a beer in my hand. It's like, what the fuck, dude? It, we can be. Has anyone we, seen my book report? Right. We can all <laughs> I haven't be, seen it in 12 years. Uh, my dog ate it 12 years ago i'm still looking but we can all be drinking there we could all be smoking pot and they can't do anything mm-hmm. besides just say turn it down it, it must have been very low-key those officers were just not feeling it like it, it, they're just really going through the motions right yeah absolutely they got a call from somebody they have to respond to it there's only 20 of us there if i was one of those cops i would have just said i just want you to know that i'm here and if anyone asks i said something goodbye <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what they did. Yeah. They didn't really, like, come onto the property. You know, they kind of came around the alley just enough to get our attention. They talked to the guy back in the alley, and they just said, start winding down for the night. All right. Well, I didn't get arrested, so. True, yeah. Do you have any good jokes? Do I? Did I do the stand-up? No, I did not partake in the stand-up. Well, I meant, like, did you hear any? But, I mean, now that you ask, yes, do you have any stand-up material? For the podcast. I have like a solid five minutes on airline food. You got a tight five? So what's the deal with airline food? Was that it? Yeah, usually I have cue cards. I, I, oh, I don't, that makes sense. Yeah. So I don't, Why I don't those know liquor bottles are so bit. small? What's with that? <laughs> have you ever seen that tiny ketchup? Who needs that much ketchup? It's crazy. <laughs> what am I, a giant? That's not enough for a burger or fries. Yeah, no, you got more. That's it. Speaking of tiny ketchup, this is Total Immersion, a podcast in which we immerse ourselves in subcultures and learn that we don't know anything about anything. I'm your host, Tom Craig. And I'm your also tiny ketchup, Rylan Sedevy. 
And this week we're talking about other you tiny look. food products. Oh. oh, fuck. I forgot my tiny ketchup notes. Yeah. They're actually regular ketchup notes. They're just very small. <laughs> I wonder if you can buy like a tiny knife to go with your tiny ketchup or like i'm sure you can get tiny everything online oh right you just go to tiny amazon yeah you have to download the tiny chrome browser and then you can go to <laughs> tiny amazon and then you can get tiny two-day shipping mm -hmm. on any tiny products so you have to start like it's not easy to get to but what you do is on regular amazon you say i want to sign up for it and the first thing they do is send you a magnifying glass in the mail and then they give you the special url to go to tiny amazon only, only to be read with the magnifying glass. Yes, now, why exactly. is that a physical code, though? Well, they're, they're kind of old school about that. They still like the idea of, of like shipping books, so they ship a piece of paper. Uh, oh, right. They're, it's their last holdout. Yeah, on exactly. That, on their original million dollars they made yeah. shipping books. I saw a cardboard box today. Just wait. It gets better. I saw a cardboard <laughs> box today that was like an Amazon box from 10 or 15 years ago. Okay. And on the side, it said books music and more oh books music and more wow what else could i possibly need other than compact discs and the latest harry potter book <laughs> oh man you know what would be really great is if when i order the entire series of harry potter right now mm -hmm. if i could also just get like a refill on shampoo and like some other toiletries but yeah it's like bed bath and beyond but beyond seems to have a lot more than more Bed Bath and Just Beyond. <laughs> Bed Bath just a and bit Just Novels. That's all it is. <laughs> uh, but what are, we, what are we actually talking about? We're talking about Uber. Does Amazon own that yet? I don't know why you know, not. No, I'm not. You know, maybe. They should. I bet, they're, I bet they're talking about it. They can deliver me to my destination in two days or less. Free, yeah. Free two-day personal delivery. <laughs> Okay, wh when is the rehearsal? Okay, it's t tomorrow. All right, I'm, I, can I have Amazon ship me? I'll be there at the next business day, uh, but you're going to have to sign for it. <laughs> it's going to be a very large box with me inside. Is there going to be someone there to receive the package? Otherwise, I'll just get left at a facility, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to spend another night in a facility. Nobody wants that. A night at the facility? The new version of A Night at the Museum? <laughs> a night at the facility, yeah. A night at the Amazon warehouse? <laughs> All the boxes are alive, but everything yeah. inside is not. No, it's just it's just different shapes boxes. Yeah, it's just all boxes saying, oh, "Get this out of me! It's so heavy. <laughs> There's so much inside of me." <laughs> so this is about Uber, the ride-sharing app service. I know Uber. So what do you know about it? What do you think we're going to talk about? Give me a give me a brain dump on Uber. A brain dump, brain yeah. blast. So Uber is that ride-sharing company, right? And the CEO is kind of a dick. Mm -hmm. And now a lot of people are preferring Lyft. Um, I, I pretty much always prefer Lyft, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I like to talk to all the drivers I get, unless I'm totally hammered, in which case we talk about God knows Rylan, what I don't remember. your mother listens to this. <laughs> yeah, she knows I use Uber and Ly well, Lyft like a responsible adult. Oh, nice save. I am responsible, mother. <laughs> mother! I haven't gotten too many of like the, I'm a trying to be an actor or whatever, but uh, like yesterday I had this guy who was selling me on this blood type diet. Excuse me? Yes, he started talking about how he's type O blood type. Uh -huh. I forgot if it was positive or negative, and how there's a whole diet around that specific blood type because there's apparently... 
Now, the diet is consuming only the blood of virgins. Now, hear me out. Yeah. It's not what you yeah, think. Yeah. But no, it was, it was not that. It was just a really restrictive diet. And me also being of O blood type, I forgot if I'm positive or negative. Don't at me. <laughs> and that actually does depend on your blood type, huh? Apparently, it's about my blood type. Anyway, it's fascinating the shit you can learn in the back of a Lyft or an Uber for oh, the night. Oh, totally. As a driver or a passenger, right? Exactly. It's way better than like surfing the internet or like reading Wikipedia or something. Mm -hmm. Next time you feel like learning something, mm -hmm. order an Uber or a Lyft for like a solid 30 minute drive and mm. make sure you bring yeah, a Yeah, can you just drive 15 minutes that direction and when you get there, turn around? <laughs> I don't need to go anywhere. I just want to talk to you. God, I'm so lonely. I mean, I don't know. They're not usually really forthcoming with a lot of details. They just say like, yeah, I used to drive for Uber. Now I drive for Lyft. It's usually pretty much better. I think it tends to be that they're more or less satisfied, which would make sense, right? Because if they are driving you, odds are there's somebody who's still doing it because they're more or less satisfied, right? Yeah, and they're friendly enough and they keep their car clean. I mean, there's all everyone knows when you when you're done with an Uber, you get that screen on your phone. That says, you know, you rate and you tip and you say, like, they were friendly, good conversation, clean car, safe driving, rate five stars or whatever. Mm -hmm. I pretty much always just hit all of those. Yeah. And, and I wanted to look into the things from the driver's perspective because I that's not familiar to me. I've never done it. Yeah. We've only been passengers. So, yeah, exactly. And it was very diverse. I think there were highs and lows. Okay. There were people who liked it and people who didn't like it. This is mostly about Uber, though, specifically. Yes. This is all about Uber and, and right Uber drivers. Burger, what drivers? Uber drivers. What did you think I said? Booger drivers? Burger drivers. <laughs> Baby drivers. Baby booger drivers. Uber baby booger drivers. I do only Neutro Milk Hotel cover songs. I'm baby booger drivers. What was that? What does that even That's mean? That's my band. I do cover songs from Neutral Milk Hotel. What is Neutral Milk Hotel? It's a band. Is it though? Yeah. It sounds like a Wes Anderson. It's a band that I only know about because it's such a weird sounding band. Oh, okay. That joke was really funny to the people who got it and not you. So terms that I terms that I saw here when I read what people are talking about, what the drivers are talking about. Okay. I used the term PAX, P-A-X, to talk about passengers. Well, I would I think PAX, isn't that, that like sort of Comic Con kind of convention? PAX East and PAX yeah, West. Yeah, there's PAX like the gaming convention. PAX is also the vaporizer. Oh yeah, right, right, right. I don't know why that's what they called passengers. I don't know. The, the passengers are like that sweet, sweet, good kush. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a passenger in your Uber is just as good as taking a nice mm -hmm. hit off a well-packed packs. <laughs> the term ping is when you're a driver and your app gets a request from someone to get picked up. Sure. So, yeah, I got a ping. Okay, great. Fair. F-A-R-E is the fee a rider uh -huh. is charged. Right, okay. Fair, F-A-I-R is fair spelled wrong. <laughs> and used? Yeah, because this is all online discussion. Okay, great. Surge, it's a period of time in which Uber upcharges riders because there's an increased demand. Right, okay. And the surge is a multiplier on the base fare rate. So you might see the Uber say, oh, there's a surge. Everything is like three times the normal rate. Okay. So as opposed to saying like with Lyft, it'll say, oh, it's X dollars right now. Right. 
instead of that, Uber will say, hey, we're going to charge you three times what whatever we would normally charge you. Not that you know what that is. And then you then you say like, OK, that's fine. And then they'll say, OK, now that uh, you've said it's that it's going to be thirty dollars or sixty dollars or whatever. I don't like that at all. Yeah. And then there's the SRF, which is the safe rider fee. It's now known as the booking fee. Yeah, that's the fee that you have to pay if you want a safe ride. So you could save money and ride not safely. If you don't pay the safe ride fee, then you're just a passenger in a Mario Kart situation where they're just going oh. all over the place. Sometimes they get blown up. They take those shortcuts, but they, they fuck it up. And then the guy in the right. cloud has to turn them around. <laughs> yeah, they start going the wrong way. <laughs> you get blue shelled. You slip on a banana peel. That would be a much more fun situation if you could pay for specific things. Like you can pay this number oh, of dollars for no red shells, this number of dollars yeah. for no bananas. Honestly, I might I might just say like, no, nah, I'm saving my money. Let's go. Let's go yeah. full Mario Kart on this. If you had to take Uber and have it be similar to a well-known racing video game, which one would it be? So we have what, like Forza, Need for Speed, F-Zero, Wipeout, Mario Kart, Crash Team Racing. I think it's like a rally car one. Oh, uh, Excite Bike. <laughs> I think I might have to go F-Zero, right? That's the one with the spaceships flying around the track. Wipeout is the one with the spaceships where they're all hovering and shit on Sony. Those ones are dope. I would yeah, do I'd, that. I'd definitely have to go with F-Zero, I think. If, I, if my Uber could be F-Zero. Yeah. F-Uber? Fuber? So this is actually the $1 to $3 fee that Uber adds to every fare to cover insurance, app fees, etc. So when okay. you when it tells you as a driver you just made, did a $5 ride, they'll take a fee uh -huh. out of that $5, apply their tax to oh, it, yikes. and then give you the actual earnings after that. So they Oh, so they take out the fee pre-tax then they tax you yep then you get your money holy yeah. fuck that's so scummy yeah so you actually get paid weekly as a driver after they take their cutout and you can do it like as a full-time job in places like san francisco where there are so many people around it's so population dense yeah that you're gonna go from ride to ride to ride if you're out there driving just constant yeah yeah in other less dense places it's more of a part-time thing because you just can't make enough money but overall the payment thing is pretty tenuous drivers recently got the ability to receive tips in the app before that it was only money tips you had to c cash tip them yikes yeah so th i think the official line was that uber hq said if someone offers a tip to you you're supposed to say no and if they insist you say okay sure which to me seems like a very strange thing to maintain, like that's or, fucking or bullshit. Yeah, yeah. No, if you're if you're like, it's no, it's, it's no. It like, reminds me of the like I'm a pedestrian trying to cross and a car is waving me, and if oh, I am yeah. a, a pedestrian and I wave the car, they're like, no, 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 you go, and I'm like, you're a car, just go, and they say, oh no, I insist, you go, good right. sir, <laughs> a garçon, I do please. Protest. And then you step off the curb and then they gun it at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It seems really weird that their official policy to all riders would be you're allowed one official and polite denial. And after that, just go hog wild, do whatever you want. Just take the money. Take the money and run, man. After you say no, if they say, oh, no, I insist. Then as a driver, you're allowed to say how much you got in there. Fork it over. <laughs> Empty your wallet. Give me all you got. The the Uber payment is kind of all over the place. Often drivers say that 
uh, the passengers will ask them to do things like, hey, can you wait here while I go grab something in the store? Or can we go a little out of the way or something like that? And whenever passengers like ask them to do this, they'll say something like, oh, I'll tip you in the app later. And then they just never do. I mean, that's that's almost to be expected, right? Like humans are shitty people. I would like to think that humans aren't shitty people, but the data says otherwise <laughs> that, yes, yeah. this happens all the time. I've never I've never really asked Uber drivers to do anything like that, but mm-hmm. I almost always tip pretty well in that. Yeah, I know they're not making a big cut. Right. I think I think the cut is a little better in Lyft, but still like I've never asked an Uber driver to do something. I, the only time I've ever done that would be, hey, I'm on the way, like literally a block from my friend. Can you like or two blocks away or something like that? Can you just stop here? and Let me out. But if they have to like if I have to ask them to like turn or something like that, I've never done it. I've only ever done it to say like just stop please and I'll get out and then take my friend to her destination. Hey man, can we can we stop through uh can we stop through in and out real quick? I'm getting kinda hungry back here. That's common though. Wait, that's common really? Yeah, from what I've heard, it's actually fairly common for people to do things like, Hey, can we stop at this thing? And you know, the the drivers don't really care because I think a lot of the time they're gonna be paid anyway. But isn't the isn't the pay based on distance driven like initially? Yeah. So I think if it's something like, hey, can we go out of the way for my original destination? Drivers don't care. But I think if it's something like, can we go to the drive through and wait in line? I think that's a little different. But I've heard of that happening, too. Yikes. If they're actually tipped, I suppose it's chill. I don't know, man. It's such a weird thing because it's not like a professional you know, it's not like taxis where there's some sort of like central company. And, and I mean, I guess there is with the app, but it just feels mm-hmm. so much more personal. It's like you're just basically getting in somebody's car. Yeah, it's their car. Right. And that's the main difference yeah. between the taxi company and, and Uber. I would never ask a taxi to stop somewhere, but I guess I might be inclined to be like, like the other night I got in the back of this guy's car and I had some food. I was, you know, I was, and wanted to eat on the way. I sat down and I immediately, immediately went, Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't even think about this. Is it yeah. okay if I eat in here? I'm, I'll promise I'll be very clean. And I'm guessing he was chilled. It. He was like, "Yeah, man, are you a fucking adult? Like, are you gonna clean up your shit if you spill anything? Like, you're not gonna throw it around, right?" I'm like, <laughs> "That's a, that's an excellent response." Hey, uh, I don't know. Can you chew with your fucking mouth closed? I was like, "I got you, man. <laughs> you're good." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just I think I would feel like I was inconveniencing them somehow if I mm-hmm. asked them to stop somewhere out of the way and or right. make them wait in line with me or like. Uh, yeah, I guess I I kind of feel that way too. Even if it's something really small, like, "Hey, can we go to this bank and you know wait here? I'm gonna go in. This is a ski mask. Don't ask any questions. Uh, yeah. I'll be back. <laughs> yes, this is a gun. I have a permit. I'll be back in five minutes. Exactly five minutes. Just keep the car running. And if I'm not back in any, exactly five minutes, drive away. But keep the car running and the door open. <laughs> uh, open all the doors. Actually, I'll be right back. Uh, yeah. And and for some reason, a lot of times people don't want to do that when I ask synchronize our watches now yeah it's really it's kind of weird but the other day i actually did need to go to the bank and then go to a venue because that venue only takes cash so i just lifted just basically down a couple blocks around the corner to the bank Mm -hmm. and i told the guys said hey man this is just this quick lift ride but i'm gonna need a ride out to west hollywood which is gonna be more money for you so I don't know how this works really, but if you want to just hang around, I'll request another lift here in like a second mm-hmm. um, and hopefully you can snag it. He was like, okay, cool. I'll just wait here and see. Mm-hmm. 
I requested a lift and it immediately gave me somebody else. Damn, I bet that guy was sad. <laughs> I thought I had a new friend. It's like, damn, dude, I like that first guy. I if you had just driven there yourself as an Uber driver, you could have made the money you needed. Yeah, but then I was going to drink at the location, so... Yeah, this makes sense. Again, like I said at the top of the episode, I'm a responsible adult. Yes. Mother. You want to take that, you want to isolate that clip and then put just put it in it like at the yeah, top of every me, episode. You want to get a clean cut? Uh, yeah. Yeah, give me, let me get a clean cut and just get signs before and after. <coughs> I am a responsible adult. Pass the bong. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Step out of the vehicle. What do you, what are those sounds? Those are uh, that. Those are the sounds that the party DJ makes when the party cops show up. Tom, have you been to a party in the year two thousand? Yeah, it was the year two thousand. Oh, that I was the see. last one I went to. The last party you went to was the Y two K party. Well, I mean, I thought it was going to be the, the end, end of, of the everything. World? Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought people didn't party anymore after the after the turn of the century. Is that still? Oh, the thing? we still party, Tom. It may the world may not have ended, but the party lives <laughs> on. So. <laughs> what so why i i wanted to know what people didn't like about it mm-hmm. so on the list of complaints i found were the inability to see a rider's destination what so if you see a request if you get pinged uh-huh and it says oh there's a pax over here uh-huh and you can say cool i'll get that person there's no way for you to know where they're going Oh, before you pick them up, they you don't get in your car and then you ask them or like if they've put the destination in once they get in the car and you say, I've got this person, then you can see the destination. I can see that being beneficial to the passenger. You know, you don't want to be avoided by everybody because no one wants to or, drive for that Or long. even a short ride because or they aren't getting ride. enough I, money, right? Right. Either, which either way that skews, I, I feel like that's probably for the benefit of the passenger at that point. It definitely is, but you could see how it'd be really annoying as a driver. Oh, Especially yeah. like around where i live i live in oakland which is on the other side of the bay from san francisco and i know a lot of the time that drivers will get pissed off because it'll be the end of the night or something like that they want to do like a short ride and then someone will say hey take me across the bridge so whenever you go across the bridge to san francisco or back to oakland it's gonna be like 45 minutes plus oh i see and they'll get really pissed off because they just want a short ride and so they take a chance get someone they say hey take me to the sunset right take me all the way to the other side of san francisco from oakland and the drivers will go fuck and then either they get all the way over there and then don't want to take him a ride so they drive back home to oakland or something like that and then spend all the gas money right or they take more rides and just try to get rides that go back towards where they wanted to go but they have no way of knowing where the rides are going so see i just talked to somebody last night about lyft and lyft you can actually put your own destination in and it will give you rides somewhat in, basically in the same general direction that you need to go. Basically, you know, yeah. what I mean? it'll make you end up at your place. Yeah, that I don't think is something that Uber offers. Not great to their drivers, apparently. Yeah. And, and I mean, another that seems thing, like a pretty easy feature, right? Like if you want more people to drive for but Uber But I think and Lyft, there's a reason. There's got to be a reason why. Like with all of these things, I think there's a reason why Uber is making these choices. And most of the time, it's just cater to the passenger not the driver because they need to grow the company and by pleasing all of the users they're going to grow faster right i guess you're right that's what i've gathered from all of this i think it can be really hard to tell if you're a driver like who you're going to get so oh yeah you don't really know i mean you can see like somebody's rating but that doesn't really tell you the rating and when you pull up and the person is like being 
basically carried into the car because they're blackout <laughs> drunk. Yeah. You pretty much know at that point, like, this person's probably going to throw up in my fucking car. Yeah, like, at that point, if you've already accepted the ride and then you show up and you see, like, oh, this is someone who looks unsafe or they look unwell or, or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You've already accepted the ride and you'll be fined a lot if you then ditch it. Yeah, that's creepy, man. I don't know. Or even if it's not so insidious, like, what if you pick up someone who's racist, you know, and they're just, like, make you feel uncomfortable by, like, saying a bunch of shit. Being racist. <laughs> being racist, you know? Like, yeah. you don't really have any way of knowing. The only thing you have to go on is the ratings that the passenger has, and all of the drivers have to rate passengers, but the other way around, it's optional. Oh, but still, what... it's very yeah. hard to tell, like, what that person's going to be like. Yeah, racism or just like, you know, saying things that put you on edge as a driver and then you're stuck with them until you get to their destination from from both sides. Right. Like one person can make another uncomfortable. And if you if you talk about Uber pool or Lyft line in which you have multiple people in there. I feel like that goes back to our conversation about it being personal. It's just some person in their car and you're getting in their car. Mm -hmm. Right. There's very like taxis have regulations. They have like fucking plexiglass walls up between the driver and the, the passenger. Like it's more official. I'm sure a taxi could just drive right by you and it wouldn't be a problem. I think it's because taxis like there's a little bit more of this desire to make things uniform. Yeah. And I you can kind of tell that Uber is trying to do that. Yeah. One of the things that Uber is trying to do to create that that uniform experience is leasing cars so yeah. if you don't have a car that you can use with uber because it needs to be less than 10 years old and have four doors and you need to have all your registration and papers if you don't have a car that meets those criteria you can lease one from uber and they make it super easy asterisk by just taking the lease money out of your weekly payment. Right. So they offer loans, but they're extremely high interest and require weekly yeah. payments. And Yikes. so everything I've read by drivers, they just suggest don't do this. You'll get locked into it and it'll be really hard to actually pay off. And then you'll be forced to do a bunch of rides every single week just to pay off the car. Since it's Uber, they're not going to give you like some sweet deal on a car. They're going to try and make as much fucking money off of you as they can. Mm-hmm. That's pretty lame, dude. That's pretty lame. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, it's, I, I like the idea, you know, in concept. It's nice that... the con Yes, the concept is it's good, but and it, when you actually look at the details, it's not a good deal. And so I like how positive we've been so far on, on the Uber <laughs> as a company. So uh -huh. uh, one negative thing is their user support. So it's by drivers who have had to contact them because of needing to take like insurance claims or get paid for cleaning a car or something like that, or having like some payment mix up. They're very standoffish. They're really hard to get a hold of. Everything is done via email. You can't really call them at all. Yikes. A lot of questions you'll ask that'll be really specific. And then they'll come back with some canned response a bunch of times saying like the official policy is blah, blah, blah. And like paste in a paragraph. And so it's really hard sometimes to feel like you're actually talking to a human who is reading what you're saying and not just oh, looking for it. keywords yeah. and sending you back, you know, something from their handbook. Ultimately, they're saving money by not training their support really well and making sure that everything is mm -hmm. really solid for support. Yeah, that's really what it is. In not having to pay as much to these people because they're not as skilled, they're saving money and not having to 
I, I mean, it just seems like they're cutting so many fucking corners, man. Yeah, they yeah, they really are. It's it's hard for me to be positive about this. Frank. <laughs> I found a good quote here from a driver to that point. He said, "Okay, I'm beginning to feel more and more that we are treated as an expendable and infinitely renewable resource for Uber, and that when we eventually get deactivated." There are 10 more fresh fish ready to take our place. Oh, God. This, I think, is pretty accurate, right? Yeah. They, they're trying to grow as quickly as possible. There's so much demand. There's so many low-income areas where people will gladly drive for Uber, even though it's a, not a great deal all the time. Right. And that allows them to just not be very good to their drivers in a lot of ways. Can we? When do we get an Uber union? Oh, man. The Ubian? The un, The Unub... Unuber. <laughs> Unibur. <laughs> That's like your bro who has a unibrow. 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 Unibruner. So it's it's tough for the drivers. They can't see all of the comments they get from passengers. They can see some. I don't really know what criteria Uber uses to decide which ones can be read. They okay. have to rate all the passengers, but passenger ratings are optional. The passengers, unfortunately, aren't educated on the rating system. So you're expected by Uber to get something like a 4.6 average. And if you're below that, you'll get a warning before you quickly get deactivated. 4.6? Yeah. So you need solid, like, you need all five stars and a couple, like, one-star ratings. A couple, Which explains why I've never seen anyone below, like, a 4.8. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no real visibility into that or, or training education about how it's supposed to work. And Uber can just deactivate you like that. Do they do they send someone to your house with like a little taser gun and they just deactivate <laughs> you and you power down like a robot? Like a repo man? Yeah, exactly. They give you a phone actually when you sign up, a phone for Uber. So I assume like a repo man will show up for that phone. And also with the taser and then they deactivate you by tasing you in the spine and then unplugging <laughs> the chip from the back of your neck they no they they tase you take the uber phone and take the sim card out break it in half and just throw it on you and walk away <laughs> just a tiny the teeny tiny little sim card <laughs> auntie uber's got a message for you it's like irobot <laughs> they send will smith after you and you yeah. have to chase them and it's like you're you hide in a valley of other robots and, i would and, uh, watch this movie it's like i am robot but i am uber i am uber <laughs> Uber and robot. I, I am Uber. So it's hard for me. I couldn't really get a consensus on how people feel about this. Oh, really? I got I got okay. one. I'm quote. feeling a pretty strong person. I know consensus. how you feel about it. <laughs> I got one quote from a driver who said concerning driving and, and what it's like to just do the Uber work. He said uh -huh. it's mostly tedious mixed with a little interest and very slight satisfaction. Huh? which is what I want on my uh, headstone. <laughs> Tom said of his life, it's mostly tedious mixed with little interest and very slight satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. I want that on a bumper sticker. Yeah, some are slobs, some are not, some are helpful, some aren't. Most are silent and play with their cell phones, which I prefer them to do. A few sit in front, most sit in back. Very few riders are memorable. Very few drives are memorable. At the end of the day, after maybe 15 tips, it's all a blur. A day of hauling freight around. And I assume after writing this, this guy drove off of a cliff. <laughs> I mean, he was texting and driving at the same time, which is pretty impressive e e for the, yeah. the quality of, uh, you know, there, there aren't any typos in here. It's you know. good writing. Yeah, it's very good writing. He, clearly, he's practiced. He's a practice driver. And so he could really focus on his writing before he 
submitted this as his suicide note and, and drove <laughs> yeah. right off a cliff. Yeah, so he sounded pretty worn down, which is basically how I how I uh, feel think most of these guys felt. And they are mostly guys. Yeah, I see that. There were some positive things. Are you guys still listening? Hello? I, I read a little bit online with these people chatting to each other about their experiences. Okay. Sometimes they really get cool passengers and they have awesome conversations, like you were saying, right? It's it's an interesting way to get a diverse slice of people to converse with yeah. if you want to chat up your passengers. Definitely. And a lot of riders are really grateful because they just like Uber better than a traditional taxi. You've heard stories about how it's not that safe or something like that, but... I think generally people feel more safe in an Uber than they do in a traditional taxi. And I think that's uh, for multiple reasons. I'm not uh, sure. I mean, I would agree with that. But now that I think about it, I don't know why. Because the taxi, like I said, is more of like an institution and Uber is just some dude's car. But I think that's why people might feel better, right? Because it's harder to get harassed by the individual driver because they have stake in, in you liking them. So they yeah, can keep exactly. their rating up so they can keep driving. And it feels like more of a personal experience. So I think for that reason, they're trying harder to be personally liked by you, the passenger. Yeah. Okay. Uber, Uber wins for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's better when I think you, when you take it in that light, it, yeah. it, it's interesting that, Drivers have said passengers just look at their phones most of the time, sitting back. So while it is this but, personal you know, thing, I the think the majority of people just look at their phone for most of their lives these days. So well, that's it's hard true. To really, you know, it's hard to really say like. Are you oh, trying well, to make this more of a bummer episode? Well, you know, the dynamic just doesn't change when you go sit in someone's car. You know, if yeah, you're just it's true. How many dates have you seen recently out on a restaurant where the two people are just looking at their phones and then they like show each other a picture and then they giggle and then they, you know, go back to their phones? It's like, what, what the fuck are you even doing? I guess what I'm saying is the passengers are always going to look at their phones. Maybe sometimes more so in L.A., the drivers are talkative enough that they'll eke out some conversation is my experience. What do you think, man? Could you could you be a driver? Could you could you oob? Hundred percent, no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, I you am, lift, bro. I do lift, uh, but only as a passenger. I let the weights take me away. So no, I could not be an Uber driver. I could not be a Lyft driver. I am an introvert, and so being around people is very emotionally and like ener energetically taxing on me. Mm -hmm. Just going to work is enough to just make me fucking tired. Yeah. Going to the gym obviously is enough to then make me incredibly tired, both physically and emotionally, just from people being around. To then also have to go drive people around and forcibly sit in a car with someone I don't know and try and be nice to them sounds mm -hmm. like my actual worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I don't think I could do that at all. No. Yeah. How about you? Same. I think I think for exactly those same reasons, I couldn't do it, man. People are gross and disgusting and awful and mean, and they just want to look at their phones and get their likes on Instagram and, and Twitter. Yeah, and keep, no, 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 keep going. This episode has been too uplifting, so please keep, keep talking right. about humanity. But Tom, you and I also like being on Twitter, and I would like to hear what people have to think about being an Uber driver on Twitter. Send mm -hmm. us those likes, send us those retweets, get on Instagram and just talk about it. We're not on Instagram. We know you're looking at your phone anyway. 100% looking at your phone right now. So just, you know what, just engage with us for a second. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do that over on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Rylan Sedevi. And I'm at the Tom Craig. And you can use the hashtag do you even Uber? And don't put a question mark in there because hashtags can't have punctuation in them. But we'll know what you mean. We'll know it's a question. Uh, you can send suggestions of topics you'd like to hear Tom and I talk about over to our email. That's totalimmersionpodcast at gmail.com. Listen wherever podcasts are available, as you already are. Subscribe for new episodes every Friday. Rate five stars. As always, tell a friend. That's how the word gets spread. How about this? How about next time you're in an Uber, tell the driver about our podcast. Because you know what? They drive around all day, and they need some entertainment. Yeah, they need new stuff to listen to. Why not have that be our podcast? I think our podcast should be playing in every Uber across the United States all the time. And if you're an Uber driver right now listening, I love you. We appreciate you, anonymous Uber driver. (laughs) Derek, you're the backbone of this country. (laughs) Derek, you're you're doing God's work, son. Now get me home. I'm fucking hammered. (laughs) Any last thoughts, Tom? Uh, yeah, just, I really want to get those five stars because if we get below 4.6, iTunes will in fact deactivate us. Yes. And I don't want to be tased. I do. I want to keep my SIM card in the back of my neck. It don't tase me. me, bro. Don't tase me. Don't add us. Don't tase me. Don't let our rating fall behind <laughs> below under 4.6 stars. It pop up those stars. It's directly correlated to our sanity. Yes. Bye, Tom. Drive me home. Drive safe, everybody. 